0: Welcome, everyone, to A Mexican and a Redneck Follow the World, where your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today, we'll be discussing how to be a man when you don't have a father around. Ben?
1: No how? padre, no, no good. No padre, no good. Yes. No bueno. No padre, no bueno. No bueno. I've been learning uh, conversational Spanish. I don't know if you know that or not.
0: I, I, I see. We just had a conversation in Spanish, so I believe you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty limited, so if you walk up to me yeah. speaking Spanish, I'm gonna stare at you yeah. and say thanks. <laughs> or gracias, gracias, gracias. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's it's redneck Spanish. That's the best you're gonna get. I had, from a, me. I had a man, one of my uh, my of uh, <laughs> a good friend of mine. They were taking the Spanish, and they were used. They were what was it the Rosetta Stone or something like that? And she had a thick Southern accent. And it was like the accent was getting in the way. Oh yeah. So she would just get louder and louder and louder, but <laughs> <laughs> something. And it was like, it doesn't help if you just get louder. If you're saying it wrong, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> volume doesn't mean better. Yeah, does it volume does not improve your
1: speech. But you're bilingual. Yeah. You're fluent in both languages. Yeah, Fluent,
0: yeah. Fully bilingual.
1: Do you think in Spanish yes. or English?
0: I've had that, yeah. So when I And I, when I dream, I dream in Spanish. Like if I have people in my life who Uh speak Spanish to in my dreams, I speak in Spanish to them. But then people that I speak English to, I speak to them in English. So like I'm fully bilingual and, and you know,
1: in in dream world, you're bilingual too. Wow. It's,
0: It's crazy. I never realized that. Like I, like I, like my wife, she's bilingual, but she thinks in English. She can't think in Spanish.
1: Weird. Yeah. It takes me a minute to recall the words. So yeah. you, you'll have thoughts.
0: If I switch over, I go to thinking. I'm thinking in Spanish.
1: But you're thinking in English right now.
0: Right now, well, because like, I'm speaking English, I'm thinking in English. Yes. Wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There, there you go. So we just solved the mysteries of the world. Yeah. You're welcome,
0: And that's everyone. how, you, uh, become that's
1: how you become a man. That's how you
0: become a man when you don't have a father around. That's it. You, you think, think in English or you think in Spanish? That's, that's depending that's, the language you're, t- you're, you're you're This is a horrible waste of time. This <laughs>
1: conversation's <laughs> terrible. Nobody's going to listen. It's okay. No. So how how do you become a man when you don't have a father around? This is
0: tough, man. This is tough cuz you know we both and both you and I had fathers, but at the same time I guess in a way we can say that Um, For periods of our lives, they weren't present or they weren't around. You know, my dad was always there. But, you know, just because you have a male figure in your life doesn't necessarily mean that he's a father to you. You know? Um, So one thing I know for and then even for myself, I'll say this. There were for segments of my life where I didn't want anything to do with my dad. I was like, you have I hate to say this, but I felt like you have nothing to teach me, you know? Oh which yeah, that's you know that might be the awkward teenage phase which every every guy goes through is like where you think you know everything and then you, when somebody asks you a question your response is like I know, which it bothers me now. Yes, I I, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I can relate to what you're saying though because there's a level of especially when you're when you're young you know that teens early twenties you're kind of angry. You know, because you can, you're not just a kid where you don't really know what's going on. You're just like, oh, something's not right. Then you become a teenager and you're like, well, wait a second. My buddy's dad's taking him hunting and fishing. And you you can see that, oh, well, his dad's home all the time. Well, my dad's off driving a truck, you know. And I understood why he was doing it to make money, but at the same time, still didn't change. You just feel the way you feel. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those feelings of, I know, or I don't want anything to do with you. They're really propelled by anger. Yeah, and 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 so this is kind of a a, a, a twofer. You're getting uh, you're getting two gold nuggets of truth today. Uh, the quick answer to how to be a man when you don't have a father around, it really is you need to find a mentor. Yeah, if you don't have a father around, you need to find a place where you want to be in life. And and this is different for all of us. I know that. I can't know everybody's situation, but you know, locally, the places we would go would be maybe a church or a synagogue, some type of religious setting. Uh, there are volunteer places you could go. There are um, jobs. Jobs are a great place to find a mentor. You, know, you see the way someone lives, and you look at their life. And this is how you pick a mentor. You see the way someone's life is going. And let's say you want to know how to be a better dad, and you see a guy who's a good dad if he's a good dad and you're observing he's playing with his kids, he's being nice, he's, he's doing things you wish your dad would do with you, as the recipient, you have to take those first steps to walk up to him and go, hi, my name is Ben. I know you don't know me, or at least in my situation, but I know you don't know me, but I love the way you play with your children. I do not have that in my life. Will you please mentor me? If he is a man worth his weight and salt, I'll say it. You don't like it, find me. Yeah. You know, but we can talk about it. But if he's a man worth his weight and salt, he'll go, oh, okay, I'll mentor you. He might not be what you need, but at least he can kind of get you going and get you in the right path.
0: Yeah. A good man that's doing the right things is going to love that to have somebody else acknowledge is like, wow, I like the way you're living your life. And I want to live my life the way you're living your life. Can you teach me? If somebody came to me and be like, uh, "Yeah, we can make some time." Yeah.
1: yeah, absolutely. If nothing else, let's just have one sit down to get started. Maybe I'm not the right guy. Maybe this other person would be great for you.
0: Right. And, and that guy may not be the guy that you you know you bond arms with for with, with for the rest of your life. It may be for just that season of life that gets you helps you get over that anger, that hurt, that whatever challenges presenting in your life. But it's still it starts with that because in my life, I've, I haven't had one guy that's mentored me. I had multiple men who've come into my life, and they've provided that wise counsel in my life where I see them like, man, you have the life that I want to live, and it starts with, hey, can I can I buy you a cup of coffee? Oh yeah, you know, um, and and then it's. And, and that's how it starts. And you just having that conversation. And then sometimes, you know, there's been times through that conversation where I realize, like, oh, you're, you're, really, you're going to be really helpful in this specific, uh, particular skill set. But then, and the other things, I'm like, yeah, I'm not really going to take your advice because that's not your expertise. But I appreciate your counsel. That's you good know?
1: advice because that's, that's not every guy is going to give you everything you need. You'll probably have to find multiple. And I assume it's the same way for women. Mm-hmm. I don't know cause I, I don't have a woman's perspective, but I would offer this advice to women also go up, initiate that conversation. Like they don't be so entitled that you expect them to come to you. Like don't expect them to go, Oh, I saw you sitting over there. I felt like you needed a mentor. Mm-hmm. I would never walk up to no. somebody
0: and say that. Me as a, as a busy uh, father of four with a career and a family, if somebody wants to be mentored, yes, I will make time for you, but I am not going to pursue you. I have goals. I have tasks. I have uh,
1: a life to pursue that I am pursuing.
0: (laughs) Yes. So if you want to learn from me, listen to my podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And if you know, if you want to sit down for some coffee, make some time, you know, let me know, like, Hey, can you sit down here? And I, if I'm able to, yeah, I'll do that. So you got to expect that too. Like if a man is living a life you want to live, they may not necessarily, they're not necessarily going to have the free time to teach you and guide you. But if you can get some time with that man, take advantage of it and don't waste their time. That's nah. another that's one thing that I learned. I remember this is in my early 20s and there was a gentleman, very successful man. He was great in sales, you know, and just and, um, and he was actually like willing to mentor me. You know, he's like, hey, you know, it's like take me under his wing stuff like that. And I made that mistake of wasting his time one time. Oh, that's right. I went. I went to him. I wasn't prepared. I didn't have my notebook. I didn't have... You know, he, he knew. Like, you he, he could tell. I was like, you're just here because I invited you, not because you want to be here. You're wasting my time.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll and pick that it was out. harsh.
0: Oh, yeah. That was harsh. I was like, yeah. Uh,
1: He said that to you? Yeah, he did. Oh, that's awesome. He let me know. That's good.
0: And I was like, and I learned. You needed that. No, yeah, as a man. And you got to realize that too. You got to be willing to say that. I was like, wow, that took balls for him to say that to me.
1: But you needed to be knocked down a
0: peg. Yes. Because I was like, here's this man who's willing to take his time, his precious time that he has, and then put it into me. And I just said like, oh, that's nice.
1: Because at the time, you didn't realize how precious your time was. Right. Right. And then, so that's the first one. The second little nugget, I got to get it out there. It's so important. You're not going to move forward and, and become that father you want to be until you forgive your father who wasn't around. Mm. You have to. Yeah. Or, or, or who was neglectful or abusive or whatever. I don't know everyone's story, but that's, that's the thing. You got to forgive your father. Or you will struggle the rest of your life to move forward.
0: Man, forgiveness is such a big thing. And you are absolutely right. I mean, I feel like, you know, the worst hurts in life to carry are the justified hurts. Oh yeah. You're able to justify the reason why you're hurt, you know, that that you're you're destroying yourself because you're giving life to that hurt in your life. You're mm-hmm. you're allowing that to grow. Your life force is based on building that hurt. Yes. Heart. And it's it's almost like you have a garden but it's full of weeds and you're like, "Well, well, I got I got I got to take care of these weeds." Like, "No, you got to get rid of the weeds." Right. Knock them out. Plant some veggies. It starts with forgiveness. Forgiveness is when you look at a person and you and you say, "Hey, I acknowledge that you are a human being." Flawed human being, just like me, you did your best, you made some mistakes, but I forgive you for the mistakes that you did to me, for that hurt. And then you release that, you're releasing that instead of carrying that. Because a lot of times we carry that hurt and we think like, I'm not going to forgive them. Why? The only person you're hurting is yourself and you're carrying that. And that person may be completely clueless. Oh, they may have thought they were great dads. Yeah. I no, no. have <laughs> no clue. I can speak this from my personal experience. When I talk to my parents, they think, like, oh, no, we were great parents. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> but I've forgiven them. Oh, yeah. So when they tell me, yeah, we were great parents, yeah, you were. You were. You were because based on the knowledge and the expertise that you had, you were great parents. Yeah. Based on what you knew. Absolutely. And, <laughs> It's, it's so
1: important. And if you don't have a parent around to go to and say, this thing hurt, you did this thing and that bothered me, you know, just say it out loud. Sometimes I'll make my daughter just say stuff out loud. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you feel better? She's like, kind of. And I'm like, well, yeah, because saying it out loud, if nothing else, you know, maybe your, your father's passed away and they neglected you or beat you or whatever. And be like, dad, you know, I forgive you for beating me or neglecting me whoo, just saying those words from your mouth into the air. I don't know how it works. I don't know why it works, but it makes you feel good. Or maybe writing it down and burning the paper or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Whatever you got to do, but there are things you can do to really help do that. And, and you you know, of course how to be a man when you, ha- when you don't have a father around, of course, is to listen to our podcast. Yeah, of that's course. That's, that's your first step. Yeah. You've already taken the first we step. We are your good fathers. We are. Yeah. We are. And we do love you, really. Yeah. And we really are proud of you. We really are. We're amazed that anyone would listen to us talk from one shed.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and, and we really do hope that as far as like this, this becomes that an avenue for that. I mean, yeah, you might be the guy out there that just you grew up without the father or, you know, or just your dad wasn't was there, but wasn't really present. And, you know, our goal here is just to give you some sound advice. Here we are. We're, we're two guys who basically have overcome that. You know, my yeah. dad was present, but, you know, he had he had his issues. I forgiven my dad. And then another thing, too, I forgiven myself. Yeah, for that anger, for that hate, for that everything that I had that I carried. Because that's the other thing. Yeah, you got to forgive that person that did that hurt to you. But then you got to be able to forgive yourself for carrying that hurt. Oh yeah. You know, because it's like
1: you got to clean the garden. You like got to clean said, it up, man. It's such a good analogy. Yeah, clean the weeds and all the rocks and all the crap out of the garden. Yeah, and. Put the good stuff in, the you fertilizer go, yeah. and the veggies. You got
0: to go, you got to go for that root, you know, you knock those roots out and it's like, it, it, it's such a good analogy, like the garden of your heart. What is it that you're carrying in there? Are you carrying, you know, good healthy plants or are you carrying weeds?
1: Right, right. And, and you know, to, to answer the, the topic of the podcast, how to, uh, how to be a man when you don't have a father around, you, you got to surround yourself with men you admire. That's, I mean, you can surround yourself with men you don't admire or other people who just make you feel good, but going out and partying and drinking with your buddies makes you feel good, but it's not necessarily going to help you be a better man. No, it's not. Running around, getting in trouble with, you know, some people do it with a gang, unfortunately, and that never leads to, you know, find old gang members, I dare you.
0: You don't find them. And if you
1: do, they're not saying it was the best time of my life, you know, because they somehow managed to survive and they're on the other side saying, find some good people to be around.
0: The anytime, anytime you do find an old gang member, it's somebody who has been able to get break free away from that. Oh, yeah. And it's like it's somebody who is like they've, but they've taken the time to learn from that experience, overcome that experience, and now they're becoming teachers of that experience. Oh, yeah. That's the one thing, as they're far as they're amazing. Like, yeah. You know, and, and, and to the younger generation out there, that I would say, if you're going through struggles in life, don't look at them as like, man, why me? Look at it as like, man, the world, the universe, you know, it's given me an opportunity to learn a lesson that I'm going to be able to share with others so they don't have to go through this lesson. There's been many, many things in my life that happened to me as a young man that I look back now and I'm like, that's why I went through that. I went that, I went through that so that my kids don't have to go through that. I went through that so that my brothers don't have to go through that. Right. You know? And it's yeah. like when you make a mistake, a mistake is not always necessarily a failure, but is an opportunity to teach and help somebody else grow so they don't go through the same mistake.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to A Mexican and a Redneck Father of the World. We love you and we're proud of you.